Bro. Welcome to our Halloweenish version of When the Bell Tolls with Big Cuz. I asked the guys their favorite scary superstar, the scariest superstars of all time. So I hope you enjoy our list and a little bit of a trip down memory lane, or should I say nightmare lane. I do want to throw this little disclaimer in there before we get someone talking about the most dangerous and scariest man ever in the wrestling business is Haku. Hands down, is Haku. I did not include him on this list because he is generally known as the baddest man ever to fight in the wrestling business. It, there's no reason that he should be excluded from any list when I talk about general wrestling badasses. Haku kicked ass whenever he was in the ring, Backstage, in a bar, on the street, nobody, he didn't care. Haku could still kick butt today. This is why he has his own little disclaimer section. Yes, we understand Haku is a dangerous, scary man. This is why I made this disclaimer. So one of the scariest superstars that sticks out to me, and this is one of my many choices, is The Fiend. Now, I was a big Bray Wyatt fan when he had the Wyatt family vignettes and all this stuff. And I was, I'm was i still a big fan of the, the Cajun Bray Wyatt, as I put it. But now we've got, like, and I've always compared it, like, Mr. Rogers meets John Wayne Gacy. This is Bray Wyatt and the Firefly Funhouse, and then we have the Nightmarish Fiend. I mean, I am a grown man. I had nightmares when the Fiend first debuted. That's how scary the Fiend was to me. And just his overall run so far, now we've had a couple stupid matches, Goldberg and Seth Rollins, but he's been able to terrorize the roster. He sent Finn Balor back to NXT. So the Fiend to me is the scariest superstar on the roster right now. He has taken the spot of The Undertaker on the scary superstars spot. I mean, there's nobody else that could have done that but... Bray Wyatt. This is why I've always said Bray should have defeated Taker at WrestleMania 31. A kiss of the sister Abigail. One sister Abigail passes the old face of death to the new face. That would have cemented Bray Wyatt. We know it didn't go that way, but Bray has worked his way all the way back up, and the Fiend needs to be a focal point going forward.
going on in the yeah, ring? What's going on? Oh my god. Is that You know who it is? It's Bray Wyatt! Bray Wyatt is here! Wyatt is on Raw! The Fiend with a sister Abigail! There is no doubt this man is going to terrorize WWE. <laughs> Next up we have Yawn Man's Scary Superstar, which kind of shocked me. He said he really didn't have one, so he just threw one out, and it was the Boogeyman. You know, his kids were all afraid of the boogeyman in the closet, under the bed. They're going to get us when we sleep. This was supposed to be the adaptation. What we got was a painted Papa Shango eating worms. Now, don't get me wrong. The boogeyman did f put fear into the eyes of superstars and minds. But he smashed a fake clock on his head every time he came out to the ring and ate worms. And yes, he's scary. His, his feud with Booker T was phenomenal. And he could have been so much more. And there was rumors three or four years ago they were going to bring the Boogeyman back. And for some reason, it didn't materialize. But I will say, one of the coolest spots, a couple of them, for the Boogeyman, is when he hung upside down on the wall in Booker T's locker room to scare Booker and Queen Charmel. And then when he came in the Royal Rumble when Bray Wyatt was in the ring, and we had the Eater of Worlds versus the Eater of Worms. One of the coolest things that we talked about, because my brother and I had both discussed that would be great, and we got it. So the Boogeyman, yeah, he scares every kid, no matter what. Vince could have done so much more with the Boogeyman. But for some reason, he chose not to. This guy, this past Sunday of Survivor Series, as he just watched him eat worms out of his head. I meant in the ring, goof. What he did to me. Well, he had worms coming out of his mouth, his ears, his head. What the hell is this hole? What is this? Where is he? Is he crawling? Look, he's, he's in there somewhere. There he is. Look at Got that, got that clock hanging from his neck or hanging out of his mouth. Or, well, you got a fog lights on. Ah, oh, I got sunglasses on you. I can see. That's. Can't really seen that good though. I mean, wow. Oh my God. This is. And from the bottomless pit, weighing in at 260 pounds, the Boogeyman. Oh my God, oh my worms. God, more worms. Oh my God, you gotta be kidding oh, me. This is, oh, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Oh my God. The man is eating worms, and he's got glass stuck in his skull. Okay, those are worms. Well, Simon does like protein. That's probably. Oh, those face full of worms. Worms are probably protein, don't they? It's like. A, I don't have any idea. No, I think it's like a. What the hell are you asking me for? Oh, you're like a doctor. It's like a soy protein. Well, wait a minute. Next up, we have one of my personal favorites, The Brood. One of the coolest entrances of all time. 
I mean, they had Edge and Christian and Gangrel would rise up through a ring of fire on the ring, on the entrance ramp. How cool was that? As a kid, that, this was the best thing. They were supposed to be vampires, and Gangrel, boy, he played the part perfectly. But one of the coolest things they would do is the lights would flicker on and off, kind of like what The Fiend does now when it that screech the red, and we would get what they called a bloodbath. Whoever they attacked would be doused in blood. Just on, whether it's in the ring, on the Titantron, on uh, ringside, no matter what. Even the Brood got bloodbathed once or twice. So it was one of these cool moments. But the Brood, to me, was terrifying. But they still have one of the best entrances of all time. Wait a minute. We got problems Whoa. here. Yeah, we got problems, all right. What is going on? What is going on? Uh-oh. Well... I think the brood is about to uh, make their promise felt here. I don't like this, Michael. Oh, where, where are they? Where are who? King, where are the brood? I don't know, but I, I agree with uh, Tiger. I get out of wait here. Wait a second, King. Wait a second. Wait a second. Christian, out in front of us. Wait, up, up on the stage. Oh, look out. It's getting ground. Uh-oh, Edge is there! It's not good for Tiger! What is going on? They promised the fun, man! What do they mean? Tiger's got nowhere to run! He's cornered! He's cornered by the they brood! Got him. The brood! What in the world? I can't see anything! Can, can you see anything? No! Where'd they go? Are they there? Next up, we have a fan favorite, uh, just in general, one of the greatest promo men of all time, and he spoke softly because then you had to pay attention to him. Those who shout don't garner attention. Those who speak softly force people to pay attention and listen to their words. I'm talking about none other than the great Jake the Snake Roberts. And you're going to hear a clip after this when he calls out Macho Man Randy Savage. You won't be able to see it, but you can know what's going to happen. This is when the King Cobra bites Macho Man on the bicep as he's tied into the ropes. But Jake the Snake did this. He interrupted Macho and Elizabeth's wedding, him and Taker. He attacked the Ultimate Warrior. I mean, Jake the Snake could play mind games better than nobody else. This is what makes Jake the Snake so scary. He returned it raw, old school, old school raw, and put a python anaconda all over John Moxley. It was so cool to me because I didn't watch Jake the Snake growing up. But to be able to see that, but I still knew what Jake, who Jake the Snake was and everything he's done throughout his career. He deserves recognition. But Jake is one of the scariest men ever to step foot in the ring because of his promo work and the fact that he carried around a snake. This The snake eliminated Andre the Giant in the Royal Rumble. Andre, the biggest man 
in the company's history. The reason there is a professional wrestling and entertainment industry was scared of Jake the Snake. Just let that sink in. Hey, yeah, you with the orange hat up there. Hi, Randy Savage. Talking about me. Macho man. Yeah, you looking at me. Don't you look real sweet? Easy, Mark. You know something? Just ignore the guy, all There right? was a time in my life that I almost, almost looked up to you. You were the Intercontinental Champion. You were the World Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Champion at one time. I almost envied you. But you know what? I'm looking at you, and I'm thinking to myself, Here's a man that used to be a real man. Ignore but him. obviously he's grown a little soft, hiding yes. behind the Just skirt ignore of a woman. Him. Easy, Mach. Easy, Mach. He's so just tell you what, macho man. Why don't you see if you can borrow Piper's skirt? Oh, boy. Now you take it easy, Roddy Piper, oh, too. He's Wait standing up. Macho he's standing up. Well, isn't that something? Boy, you look oh, real God. good in pink, too, I might tell you that. Man, I'm just gonna get a yeah, let them make you stop. Don't let them right, make okay. you go. Just a closer look. Come on, Macho, man. There's two things. Not too close. You're so close to being reinstated. There are two things, ladies and gentlemen, stopping him from coming in here. One is common sense, and the other is fear. Fear is what he has for me. You are nothing but a gutless, yellow, stinking coward with no sense in the world to step your feet right in here. Now here I am. I'm standing right here waiting on you. No! Come on! No, Come don't on. do it! Macho. Come on, old man! Come don't on! Do it. Wait a minute, the snake is 
Next up, we have one of the most legitimate, badasses, and dangerous men ever to step foot in a wrestling ring. I'm talking about a man who was too hardcore for ECW. I'm talking New Jack. This man scared everyone and was never afraid to put his life on the line or anybody else's life. He didn't care. This man still fights today, and you couldn't pay me any amount of money to be in the ring with New Jack at all. I mean, this this man would blade you. He would cut you. He threw guys off scaffolding. He he would he was just he, when you're too extreme for ECW, you're a pretty dang scary and dangerous man. Enjoy his little Smoky Mountain Wrestling promo he cuts here. You might want to come out here and put some belts on us, but the only belts we gonna be wearing around here is the tag team belts. Let me tell you something. I don't like being up here. I was getting out of my car. I slipped and fell. It's a tobacco spit. And you know what I'm saying? Nothing but rednecks up here. Nothing but geeks up here. Nothing but coal miners up here. Chicken farmers. Clansmen. I don't like nobody but my partner. You understand? I don't care who you line up in front of me. I'm going to show you how bad New Jack and Mustafa is. You want to talk about violence? Violence to you might be pushing by the figure four. Violence to me is taking a can of gas and pouring it on you and setting you on fire. Like me or not, I didn't come up here to be like. I came up here to get paid. Next up, we're going to be talking about one of the scariest men ever in the ring. Now, I never had the pleasure of watching this man wrestle. I've had to go back and watch a video of him and respect his craft. I'm talking about Bruiser Brody, man who's never really mentioned when it comes to dangerous men, scary guys in the ring. Going back and watching film on this when I was doing research for this podcast, this man would take a chain into the crowd and try to attack people and swing it at people. And what you're going to hear is a interview of Taker when he first got in the ring with Bruiser Brody as Texas Red. This is a cool thing. Unfortunately, Bruiser Brody passed away at a wrestling event. Or we who knows what he could have done towards the end of his career. But Bruiser Brody, I mean, the man looks the part. He looks like a crazed lunatic Viking that would just, he would just rip your head off without thinking about it. But if you listen to the guys talk about Bruiser Brody, they all respected how respectful he was, how nice he was. But in the ring, and his appearance, boy, you scares anybody. So I had to include Bruiser Brody on our scariest superstars list. So my first match is with Bruiser Brody. My skill level is, is I mean, I'm greener. Than, yeah. I mean, I'm greener. Than, but I get in the ring, and that stupid gene flips in the back of your head, and I'm looking at him, I'm going, I'm bigger than he is. So ding, 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 right? And man, well, we tie up. Man, I mean, as soon as we tie up, I'm pushing, right? And he's like, all right, kid, lighten up, kid. So I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him, you know, kind of the push off and back out, right? Well, when I do, I kind of push off and I kind of, you know, I, I clip oh. him in the chin a little bit, right? Kind of like he, he's thinking you snubbed him. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah. yeah, he don't know me from Adam, yeah. right? We tie up again, right? Boom. <laughs> I grab an arm, right? So I'm standing there with a standing arm bar. And you just, you just grabbed the arm yeah, bar? Yeah, I just grabbed it. I didn't tell you to grab the arm. I, I, just, I, yeah. just, I just grabbed it, right? 
I, and I don't know how I got so stupid. Because I really... <laughs> so he's about to shoot me off. And I yell, clothesline. Now you're calling the match. I'm calling the match. <laughs> Boy, so, you got some balls. No, I ain't got no brains. <laughs> off he comes, right? And man... I'm, I'm wound up, and all of a sudden, that furry boot come up out of nowhere, man, and it, wham, he whacked me with that boot, man, my eyes rolled back in my head, and I was like, oh, wow, okay, and he says, come on, we're going for a walk, and man, he takes me, throws me out, right, and he threw me out. People that don't know, you know, there was always that table right next to ringside, yes. and then the chairs were metal chairs with the wood slats. Yep. Right, so he takes me and he slams me on that table until he told me don't you know don't move right. So I can hear the chair getting folded up, man, and he come back full force with that chair right across my shoulder blades. And when I tell you that the wood snapped, that is not an exaggeration. Yeah. There were slats of wood flying everywhere. It sounded like a gun went off, right? Yeah. I felt every bit of it. I thought it went through me. Next up on our list is Mr. Straight Edge's favorite scary superstar. And it's none other than the big red machine, Kane. Now, not just masked Kane. This is from his first unmasking when they would bring him out in handcuffs and shackles. And he had the towel cover in his head. This Kane was absolutely one of the most terrifying things in the wrestling world. Because they treated him like a serial killer and a possessed madman. And that's what he was for a long time. He would destroy anything in his path. And the, a man this large, who's already this terrifying, they added that extra element. The shackles and the handcuffs and everything made it seem like he was a just a serial killer who they had rented out for the evening to wrestle a match. So this version of Kane, and what you're going to hear is when he attacks Lyndon McMahon. Stephen told me about this one moment. This was how he used to describe it. He used this moment. So I hope you enjoy. Not even a match in the ring. This is a fight. This thing has got completely out of control in a hurry. This is not a, I mean, it's a, oh no. Linda McMahon is out here. No, don't lay your hands on her. Oh my God. Okay, do not lay your hands on Linda McMahon.
Last on our list, we have Matty Ice's scariest superstar of all time. And Matt, I will say this. I love this pick. I purposely did not pick this person because it's a dead giveaway. Matty Ice's scariest superstar of all time was The Undertaker and the Ministry of Darkness Undertaker. The moment you're going to hear is when he crucifies and they put Stone Cold on the Taker logo. This Taker, I mean, he was in a mess where he would go to Vince McMahon's house and burn his logo into the yard. He lit a, he lit a teddy bear on fire. I know that doesn't sound intimidating, but Vince McMahon cried on the entrance ramp. This version of Taker gave no craps, didn't care who he was going to take out. Anybody stepped in his way. This whole feud with Stone Cold, they tried to embalm Stone Cold, him and Paul Bear. Kane made the save. They were going to embalm Stone Cold Steve Austin. This version of Undertaker, I'm with Matt, is absolutely terrifying. But this version is what made me fall in love with the dead man character. This version of Undertaker helped further his career. So Matt, thank you for mentioning The Undertaker. I want to give a huge thank you to everyone that has supported this podcast and I hope you have enjoyed this one our scariest superstar and I promise you there'll be more podcasts coming out regularly as football season is coming to an end I know I've been about one every two or three weeks or so but they'll be happening more f- frequent 
once football season ends. But thank you for the continued support. I just set my podcast plays record with my 88th episode. It broke my all-time record. Continue to please support us. We're just a group of guys talking about something we love. And this is one of the greatest things we're able to do is get together and discuss wrestling. So thank you again for all your support and continue to please support us. And remember, when the bell tolls, the match is over.